Slice Audio. What's happening? Welcome back to Book of Murdoch. I had a meeting get canceled, which doesn't happen this meeting at least very often. So I had a whole little nice little 30 minutes. Here we go. Let's talk to you folks. What's going on today? Oh, Colin Powell died. That's too bad, man. I miss that style of Republican. That's a dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, I sound like I'm moron here, but like, not that any of this matters, but just this is the, this is what I thought of today when he had passed after the important, like the service stuff, right? But boy, if you go back, what was around? Was MySpace around yet when he was uh, Secretary of State? I can't remember. Certainly, th- I hope not, because cert- I remember my critiques of him because it was you know, all that Iraq War stuff, and I was a, you know, <laughs> fire breathing liberal in my early twenties. Certainly, <laughs> and it's nice to be able to look back and feel silly about saying silly things. Oh, at the time, I was very passionate. I was, you know, I was convinced these were war criminals. We need to do something about this. Now, you know, I'm dumb, but like. Oh, remember that feeling. You should be looking back at the things you've said, especially in your critiques of great people, great leaders, about the dumb things you have said. Like, oh, maybe not. That's a that's a that's a nice nice feeling to have. That's self awareness, I think, is what uh, what a therapist may call that. I do miss that style of Republican, though. God damn, give me a Colin Power Republican right now. I think I think I think that's. I mean, politics aside, right left. Just boofta. Boy, do I miss a real, just give me a fucking boring, <laughs> give me a boring black dude who's very measured and reasonable and isn't on one side or the other so much so where he's, where he's going to lose his soul over it. That's the, that's the dude we miss right now. Can't, can't, I can't win right now. Uh, what else happened in the news since we talked? Everyone's still mad at Facebook. Everyone's mad at Facebook because the whistleblower. Do you watch these whistleblower talk to these senators and house reps? Holy shit. It just. It, if I was a, 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 a house rep and it's like, hey, man, you got to go to the Facebook whistleblower thing. That's a coveted seat. Everyone wants that seat. It's international news. Everybody's watching that day. And nobody like there isn't one meeting where they're going to like, hey, man, you're going to you're, you're going to look real stupid if you ask a question. Can you just hang in the back and take notes on this one? <laughs> you don't understand this enough. Although everyone's this is what listen, I'm glad Facebook's got a whistleblower. And like certainly there needs to be some regulation in that space. Like these these like two or three companies are controlling a very healthy amount of our well-being and and it doesn't look like we're doing that well with it but here's this is my i believe this is my role in this space if i have any of your attention at all if i have your attention this is probably not it but like this is what i see a lot of now everyone's just moved the cheese and they're mad at facebook like everyone's treating facebook like the patsy they're there's <laughs> listen facebook's oswald no one's no one was no one was on the mound behind the wall except for scroll back to your facebook post for the last 24 months and tell me you weren't being an asshole at least some of the time you can't blame all that on facebook 
You didn't get taller just because Facebook got shorter. You're still the butt munch who posted some hateful shit. Also, let's talk. We're just getting right into it, apparently. Can we stop acting all of a sudden like advertising is all the devil? I always like certainly advertising has some responsibilities. And when you're talking about things like cigarettes or cannabis or alcohol, like I am open to a, 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 a certain amount of very fair and very common sense regulation. Right. Like that makes sense to me. But everyone, <laughs> you're still an asshole. Facebook didn't make you an asshole if you were already an asshole. That's not everyone's like, see, it's not it's not my fault. It's it's Zuckerberg's fault. Well, I don't know. Advertising isn't all of a sudden. It's certainly uh, more trackable. It's certainly there's certainly data there that can help companies be more effective. And like, is that a little can that be a little gross on a corporate level? Sure, absolutely. And like Cambridge Analytica data scraping, all of that is hateful. That's all very wicked. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking advertising. Like advertising all of a sudden to get more evil just because it's not only radio and television and newspaper. I, I was, listen, every serial and and many of the major purchases you make today every day the reason you're addicted to fast food has nothing to do with social media that is cartoons bitch that is saturday morning that is that is broadcast that is not targeted anything that is hey we've got these slew of shows your kids are going to watch and then we're going to play this ad so much when you're driving to mount rushmore your kids are going to go can we go to mcdonald's 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 and then because you don't want to be an asshole all of the time you break down because you're weak welcome to advertising (laughs) i'm just saying it's not like oh my god now that facebook's in front of the senate we're going to fix all this bullshit there's a bunch of people that smoke i am part of a generation that was raised on big milk i like to this until like 10 years ago i thought you needed to drink a gallon of milk a day you should see the milk we drank in my household growing up in my tiny little town of elsister in the in the wonderful farming community i was raised in i'm telling you we at times drank a gallon of milk at least a day a day of milk it's only four of us, five of us, and a couple of people didn't drink milk. Basically, my brother and my dad and me drank a gallon of milk a day, and like my mom and my sister maybe had some too. All day, every day, growing bones, big and strong, need it. And now I won't. I my if one of my kids sniffs milk, I'm like, oh no, your gastrointestinal issues. Please, I'll slap it out of his hand like it's poison. So we don't. No shit. Just calm down. Blame it on advertising. You're still lazy to go to the gym, and now it's Facebook's fault. 20 years ago, it's someone else's fault. You fucking put your guns in your holsters. Um, you know what I did that was was really great. I hadn't um in in like COVID, right? And then everyone's busy, and then everybody's got shit cooking and your kids have stuff going on. I ha- hasn't had a nice Sunday family dinner. I had to go up to the folks and like sit around and laugh. It was really nice. If you have, if it's been a while since you've done that with your family, reach out to your, whichever annoying parent you don't want to talk to. 
and have somebody throw a roast in the oven. It would, it would you'll you'll enjoy it. Um, uh, this is what. Speaking of, I'll get right into it. I'm mining my family for content. Maybe that's why I like these dinners because I'm getting content out of this. I think I've maybe told some of these stories, but I don't. I I can't remember. We're getting to a bunch of episodes here. So historically, my family is not good with cats. And 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 I believe I've told like I accidentally put our cat in the dryer. Like I almost killed our cat because I threw our cat in the dryer. I didn't throw our cat in the dryer. I didn't know our cat was in the dryer. Okay, let's just start from scratch. Let me set the scene. I, I think I'm 16, 17. Stories from Mouse Sister. Here we go. Buckle up to it right in the beginning of the show. So I um getting out of the shower. I still do this to this day. I'm terrible at ironing things. Like I can wash and dry the clothes, but putting them away is a, that's still a chore. So like, there's a lot of fluffing, a lot of fluffing in this industry, but not that kind. And so I'm hop. I I I need to get. I need to go to school. I throw some clothes in the dryer. I turn it on. <laughs> I get in the shower. I take a very long, hot high school kid shower. I come out. I'm getting ready. I'm probably in the bathroom. You know, brushing my teeth, getting every teenager hair you know, popping pimples, whatever you do. And I hear a boop, just faint though. Like you can barely hear it. Just like, okay. Like the, like the slightest. So I like, got a funny noise. Finish brushing my teeth. And I go, Oh my gosh, the dryer's off kilter. And I'm, and now you can hear it like, Oh fuck. I just killed the cat. The cat was in the dryers. Open the dryer. And it's, and it's like in the cartoons, it's what you think it would be. It's just a real fluffy, <laughs> like Mittens was a main, big, gray, fat, Maine Coon cat. Real hairy, right? Or fuzzy or whatever. So it's just, there wasn't a dryer sheet in there, which would have helped the cat, certainly. So it just puffed up real big. I'm buck, buck naked. Buck naked high school kid brings up a cat dying in his arms and his eyeballs are going googly eyes. And I'm like, I killed the cat. So this is a story my family is finding hilarious. And I'm just buck naked holding a near dead cat. Um, survived. He's a survivor that cost a live or two. But also, you know, my mom killed hot Carl, the Siamese cat that had thumbs accidentally. And then this is what else we learned. When my grand, <laughs> when my grandma got older, was, I'm going somewhere, going to the doctor, or whatever. My dad had to like care for the cat, right? And they had one of them old like like your grandmothers have a three seasons room of sorts. There's a kind of big in them where you have the Thanksgiving because it's too hot. And uh, instead of like worrying about like trying to be nice, my grandmother just took a a kiddie pool. And just filled the some bitch up with kitty litter, <laughs> which is good. It's like, oh, did anyone have to worry about it? But if you got to get the kitty pool out of the three seasons room in order to do that, you got to fold the pool up, and then that is a that's problem on the kitty litter side. We're just not good with cats, man. That's where I I was thinking like my next pet would be. You know, I want to travel more. Perhaps I was gonna, you know, a nice cat would be a good. You know, you need somebody to talk to. But the dog requires more care. You can be gone. You can travel a little more with a cat. Your friends can watch a cat easier than watch a dog. But after this past couple of weekends where I'm learning how terrible we are with cats, I don't think it's, I don't, the cat, it doesn't fare well for the cat. Speaking of travel, 
listen to this. I did. I have decided this. I've never done this. I'm a little not anxious about it, but maybe a little anxious about it. I am going to take a vacation by myself. Like I'm just going to go. I've never, I've never done this before. I've never just, it's always been with family or people or somebody or whoever, right? And not, it's nothing against that. It's not like I'm only permanently vacation. I've never just, I have business trips and that kind of stuff by yourself. That's no problem. You know, that's, that's not a, that's a different deal. This is like from front to end, I'm going to fly out. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to bring some books, some headphones, whatever else you do. And like see the touristy sites. Maybe. I don't know. I've no, I've no, I don't even know where I'm going. I've just decided I'm going to go. Even as I'm talking about it, I don't know. It sounds so stupid, but like I, it's an, it's anxious to say it out loud. Cause I have no idea. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to, I don't, not that you just go right. Get on the plane, order a drink, fucking have fun. But like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've never done it before. I don't know where I'm, you know, I don't, it, doesn't, it almost doesn't matter where, not like some, you know, go to Denver. Like I want to go somewhere, go somewhere, like go somewhere. I've never, maybe never been before. See some sites, see some touristy things. Not like a singles vacation. That sounds, I don't, <laughs> a sing, I'm not shit talking it. Like if that's, if that's, if that sounds fun to you, that sounds fun to you. But like. I've been looking around at some places I go like a, and and like I'm seeing two types of ads. I'm seeing the internet thinks I'm very lonely and that I want a sex vacation. I'm not necessarily looking for a sex vacation. I'm <laughs> But that's the ad like this is why it's awkward to me. Maybe this is why I partially have anxiety about it. So like from time to time with what I do, we'll be talking with a business, a very, any name any number of businesses from around the world or not world, country maybe, state mostly, but like We'll be in a conference room and we'll pull up the big TV and I'll show them how social media advertising works by showing them what's in my news feed and how I get these ads. And for the next couple of days, at least, it looks like I'm trying to take a sex vacation to Mexico or the Caribbean or somewhere. I'm not against a sex vacation. Maybe one of these ads will work. I'll pull the trigger on a sex vacation. But that's not necessarily what I'm what I'm looking for here. It's not. Also, I'm not looking for the single, the thought of a singles, I know it's not fair to the, to the singles as a group, but the thought of like a singles vacation does it, that doesn't sound appealing to me, really. I mean, you know, like the, here's now it's time for singles bingo and singles karaoke and sing. It certainly seems like it's putting a lot of stress on it all. Like it's time for, it's time for singles badminton. It's time for singles breakfast. Better eat, better eat a meal with this person or you're going to die alone. I, I don't want any of that shit. I'm not worried about any of that shit. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, I'm unpacking, like I've got a bunch of boxes of books I'm unpacking and I'm trying to strategically make my bookshelf um, make me look as smart as possible. And I found a book, it's called Secret Ceremonies of of the Mormon Marriage. Oh shit, I should have brought it in. I'm going to butcher the title. I think it's called Secret Ceremonies 
and it, but not in a, in a like a gotcha. It's like, it's written as a as like an an enticing. The cover makes it look like it's a romance novel. I think what it is is it's trying to make Mormon marriage sexy, not the multi sister wife version of it. Just the real the boring part. You think Mormon marriage is. You know, I don't like not maybe not all the way of Fifty Shades of Grey for the Mormons, but in a way, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey for the Mormons, like ten shades of gray, ten and a half shades of real off white. That's the <laughs> that's the Mormon marriage sex life. As I picture it in my mind. Sorry to you Mormons who are listening to this. I know I'm gonna get at least one like I'm Mormon and I have got real hot sex. Like, that's good. Right on, man. Good for you. I'm not against your hot Mormon sex. Oh, there's the title of this episode. Um, There's a... Okay, some of you that listen... So I've got weird groups of people that listen... Not weird groups. I have an odd mixture of the separation of groups is weird. Not the people in the groups is weird, but some of the people that listen to this are from the radio world or broadcast world. If you are, there's an Instagram account you need to follow. It's called shitty radio jock. And it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. Everything you think is annoying with when the, in the inner and outer workings of the broadcast industry is pointed out in pretty funny, mean form on this dude's page. I don't know who it is, I think that's the gig too. I think they're trying to keep it a secret. I don't I don't know that for sure. But it's like it's picking on real dumb corporate bullshit and and which is needed in this world. We, it's all it's all on at some things. It's a little inside baseball, but like it's a pretty good Instagram account. You should give it a follow. Uh boom 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 Succession season 3 is also out. I watched that last night. That is Oh my god, that show is fantastic, man. Um, that's kind of what I've been watching on the internet and the television. I saw a sign. Oh, I heard. Let me. T- I'll talk about that later. I heard an ad for a podcast. Everyone's got a goddamn podcast now, right? Like, it's interesting. I'm in, I'm in the podcast world. You're listening to podcasts. You're in the podcast world. Like, there's never been. There's there's more podcasts being created now than there are like ears and and i like that right that's a nice space to be in but it does make everybody go well why are you making a podcast what who gives a shit about your podcast and i appreciate that and and here's why that here's why they're right a little bit i heard an ad for a phil donahue podcast him and fucking what's her name marla they go they go talk to other it's just I got to be honest. It sounds like the most boring shit in the world to me. I'm a little mad. I got the ad. Like if I was targeted for it because I'm getting older, that pisses me off a little bit. But like it's basically Phil Donahue and Marla. Marla. Is that her name? Marla something. They, You know, it feels like when I was fucking three and a half, he was on television and now he's got a podcast. Dude, you can hear his dentures click in the fucking promo for the ad because it's Phil Donahue trying to, <laughs> I, you know, they dust him off the whatever the fuck he was doing and he, and him and Marla go talk to other famous couples about marriages. Oh my God, will you just kill me? And Jesus Christ, man, will you just let Phil Donahue go fishing? Maybe he doesn't want to go be Phil Donahue anymore. If I was Phil Donahue, I don't know, maybe Phil, I bet Phil Donahue's a gangster, so he still wants to go make stuff. But like, 
this is where I'm not worried about, like, getting back to my original point. Oh, there's so many podcasts. How are you ever going to monetize your podcast? First of all, I don't care. I'm, this is for me. I'm having fun. In fact, that a couple of you listen to it right on. But, like, Phil Donahue might get a pass. I believe Phil Donahue has it in him to, like, make a couple. Of, I I don't want to. I don't give a shit if Phil and Marla go talk to fucking William Shatner and his 27-year-old girlfriend about relationships. If that's a, I mean, maybe I'd listen to that podcast. But if they're going to go talk to, like, Adam West and his wife about how to set the cheese plate, that sounds boring as shit to me. But whatever. Here's the thing. I don't care if it's Aaron Andrews. Or, I've listened to her podcast. It's watching, watching paint dry. Like, it doesn't matter how many they're making. More people are listening to them. And if you're in this chair and you're talking on a microphone, here, those of you that are content creators, you can you can maybe listen to this. I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice, but this is my advice. I'm not, I'll, I'll more than likely never be Phil Donahue famous. I understand that. I have no problem with that. That doesn't bother me at all. But I'll bet everything in my fucking wallet. I can make a better, more interesting podcast from now until the end of my life than Phil again to the end of his. Now, I might not be right because Phil's, Got an, Phil's rich and famous enough to meet and talk to interesting people for the rest of the time. But I can hear his dentures click in the promo, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just bet the farm that if you think you've got interesting shit to say, you can actually be interesting. So you just keep making a show. That's, there's my advice to you. There's my advice to you thinking about making your own podcast. That and everyone's like, oh my God, I said my podcast. I got to get a podcast. I got to worry about my website. I got to worry about my, you know, you know, make 10 episodes in your head, talk out loud, record it. Don't worry about production. Don't worry about your website. Don't worry about a name. Just if you think you have a podcast, make 10 episodes. If you can't make 10 episodes, you don't have shit. There's your, there's your, there's your content creator lessons. I want to pass off some advice to you youngins. Um, Okay, last thing. <laughs> so I, I have never for I am I am for those of you listening to the show for a while now. I'm getting into some beauty, some self, some beauty, some you know, some eye rollers and some lotions and some hair product and you know, generally trying to uh, pay attention to things that will not make me look as haggard, and. One of my sons left a hair dryer in the bath. I had never used a hair dryer. I had had a hair dryer used on me. Like you go get your hair cut. They'll throw a hair dryer in quick and they're like, this is how you style it. But, uh, you know, what am I going to like quarter six in the morning? I'm not going to plug in a hair dryer. Get out of here. I'm barely, you know, took me long enough to get this eye roller thing cooking. I'm not going to use electricity, but I found myself. Having a having a couple of extra moments, and I and I used the hair dryer. It was awesome. I loved the hair dryer. And then you get okay. So like this one had a first off, it wasn't giant. Also, it had a little temperature control on it, so you can put it on like low. And you give you you give a little blast of air to to your wet parts. You hit your armpits, and you know give you a little give the taint a, a nice little dry, and it feels good blast down the you know if you if you're rocking a bush i'm not i'm not making a, an opinion on if you should or shouldn't but like give that some bitch a little air a little hot it's like when you get out of the car wash nowadays and the dudes hit the high pressure air and it kind of dries it real quick for you that's the hair dryer no one sold it to me like that before 
for those of you in the marketing and advertising industry and you've got a client who sells hair dryers, here's the ad. Guy gets out of the shower, everyday normal dude, just, you know, your common man who's who who has deodorant and a toothbrush and a razor, maybe some lotions, but not, you know, product, right? You show that dude picking up a hair dryer for the first time and on low heat giving his bush a little pfft and the smile that pops in his face. You'll sell a million of these hair dryers. There's your ad. There's your ad idea. Um. All right. That's enough, I guess, for the day. Give this show a listen if you feel like it or not. I don't care today. I don't know. I appreciate that you are listening. Uh, no, man. Give it a share. Give it a give it a like. Um, on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Give it a rating. Give it a subscribe. Do whatever you do. Um, and I took all our, the advertisers off here for a while because we're still kind of rebuilding all of that. Um, you know, I don't. Whatever. I had a. I'm. I go to go buy something from On It because my deal with them is still cooking. I just got to redo the how the online thing works. And then I don't know who is my other one. Bookvip.com. I don't know. It's a shitty timeshare. I'm sure that like the places are nice. It's not their fault, but like you want a cheap vacation and you want to put up with a half a timeshare pitch and have some shitty customer service, but you'll end up saving a few hundred bucks. There you go. <laughs> That's the most honest. It's a man. It's an honest ad. Thanks for listening. That's uh, Burke and Murdoch. I'll see you guys next time. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credit was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers Mark Houston, engineering Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. <laughs> so leave this goddamn piece in. <laughs>